Hey, you're listening to The Real Kathy Lee on the Ultimate Homeschooling Radio Network. Thanks for joining me as I share my mom fashions. It's basically my imperfect journey of motherhood. Be prepared to laugh, maybe cry, but hopefully you're going to be encouraged as I share my failures, successes, and offer some tips I've learned along the way. And remember, you've got this. This is Madeline Ann, and you're listening to my Aunt Kathy. Hey, good morning. This is Madeline Ann's Aunt Kathy. Uh, it is a dreary Sunday morning. Can I confess? I'm two days late on this podcast. Oh my gosh, life has been busy, you guys. I have had sick kids. I think I mentioned that I had to fly up to, well, actually, I talked about it on the show last week. I was in Albany, New York when I recorded it. So I think we're on the mend. I think all the kids are getting better now, but it has been a week. To top it off, I had some amazing company show up on Friday. Someone you know, but you've not heard her cute little voice in a while. So we decided to get up early. I'm still in my PJs, and we are going to record a podcast. Just talk about some things that people have mentioned recently that we thought you might be interested in. So, guess who it is? It's Madeline Ann's mom, Miss Ashley. Yay! I'm so glad to be here. It's been great. We've had fun, haven't we? We have had a lot of fun. We went to the Hawks game. Um, We live in Atlanta. We went to see the Hawks and the Cavs play. Our boys got to be down on the court and high-five the Hawks players. That was pretty cool. I think that they made memories that they will never, ever forget. It's so true. And we got Mm -hmm. to see LeBron James. And most of the Cavs got traded if you're a basketball fan. But LeBron James was still there. And he is massive. Can I just tell you that that man is huge? Yeah. But it's fascinating. I'm a basketball girl. Well, I'm a sports girl. You know, people are always amazed. So I love sports. I grew up playing basketball, watching football. So take me to any sports game, and I'm thrilled. But it was fun. It was a fun night. And then yesterday, we headed out to get our manicures and pedicures. We both have Mm -hmm. bright new nails this morning. And then we went to see The Greatest Showman. The second time for me, Ashley had not seen it. It was my first, and it was so it was so good. It's so good. Like we have, we saw it when it first came out, and we've memorized the soundtrack. So I was sitting there singing and dancing, and then we get in the car and immediately turn the soundtrack back yes. on. But boy, uh, that this is me is I want to play to my funeral. Like, okay, note that when I die, I you have to play like that. wanted to stand up and be like. Yeah, it's like the Hallelujah chorus is singing during that song. Like everybody, just hear this. Well, and what it is so true, and and that is part of that message of Gosh, I love, and who knows? I don't know the you know Barnum's motivations and things, but the fact that people get to stand up and say, "This is me," I think it's pretty powerful, and. And I think so much, so many of us as moms, we spend our lives trying to hide who we are. We feel like who we really are is not good enough, is not going to get the job done, is not going to get the husband, is not going to, you know, get the award, whatever. And I think we spend so many years hiding that to celebrate, okay, here we are. Okay, maybe I'm quirky. Maybe I'm loud. Maybe I'm silly. That's Okay. I mean, it is. Yeah. It's all those things are okay with who we Putting are. Putting the crazy right on out there. I mean, in that you know, to be honest, I think yeah. I've been more successful. Not money wise, who cares? But just connecting with people. Mm-hmm. When I was able to say, you know what? Yeah, I am a hot mess. And if you think for one minute I have it all together, and when I post pictures on social media with my calendar, it was hilarious. And everybody's like, "Oh my gosh, I want that calendar!" And where did you do your chores? And I think they have this image that I'm this girl that has everything together. And you know me better than most anyone. I don't. Mm -hmm. I 
am a crazy hot you mess. You don't, but the, there, it's always, the center of it's always love. Absolutely. But none of us ever have it together, but you come from that place of intense love, so it doesn't, it's not a... The fact that your calendar isn't perfectly filled out and we weren't up at 7.10 doing the Yeah, <laughs> right. On Friday. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that that whole this is me, if we could just celebrate who we mm-hmm. are and if we could just work towards our strengths, you know, know that we are great at yeah. whatever and celebrate that, then I think as moms we would be able to impact our kids so much more. Because they would see this imperfect being who does come from a place of intense love. But I think so many times we get in trouble because we try and be who we weren't meant to be ourselves. Uh And then we fail at that and then we get overwhelmed by that. And so that kind of leads us into some of the questions you had. So let's talk about that. That's actually a perfect segue. Okay. Um, God, it's like we planned that. (laughs) Uh, We didn't. Man, I so wish that that was planned. God, we're good at this. Oh, I'm Uh, sure that's exactly what people are thinking. Um, So really, this entire segment is kind of about when things aren't perfect in your home. Okay. Which, basically coming from that, it almost is like when things aren't perfect in your heart is really kind of when things kind of feel like they fall apart Mm. um, at home. Yeah. So one of the main questions is, what do you do when you lose it with your kids? When you just, when you have just, you saw the diving board coming and you just jumped right into the deep end. You just... And gosh, I mean, if there's a mom listening who says, oh, no, not me, I would be shocked because mm-hmm. at some point we've all lost our junk. I mean, oh, we I did it, um, on Friday night. Have, we lose it. We lose it, and it's usually in an instant, and it's usually ugly. It is with me. I mean, I will, uh, well, I'll just confess the last time. I always I have so many stories of me losing it. The last time was a child came home. And I had given her time to be home because we need to leave to take another kid to work. And um, she was taking her time and my son was going to be late. So I lost it on her. Like I yelled for her, get your bahootie in the car mm-hmm. right now. And it was ugly. I mean, I yelled and it was, and she looked at me and she threw down her stuff and she stomped and she yelled. And I thought, oh my gosh, what just happened? Mm-hmm. What just happened? And in reality, when we look, when I looked at it objectively, it happened because I gave her a time so close to when we needed to leave. I should have said an hour earlier she needed to be home so that there was time for her to get her stuff together before we had to leave. And I think for me, that's when I lose it the most often mm-hmm. is when I am, I don't do what I'm supposed to do. I wake up late because I want to sleep an extra 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. I didn't prepare the night before. And so I'm angry at them for not being ready on time. And I don't do what I'm supposed to do. And then I get angry at them in a split second. Mm-hmm. So that's number one. Kind of play mm-hmm. back how you got to that point. Yeah. Like um, the other night when you lost your junk, I was oh. right there with you. And so for you, what could you have done to not get there? What? Yeah. Mm. Well, <laughs> I know. I, yeah. being, I, I mean, mean you got to be honest yeah. and talk about it. I right? would have been more prepared. Well, A, I'm not a, I don't like to be in crowds. I get intimidated and I get overwhelmed. Okay. Um, And I just had not really, A, I hadn't really prepared myself. And then B, I didn't look at Jack and think, you're just so excited about this. Right. You're just so excited about this. And it, I wasn't really paying attention to him. Really is what it was. Yeah, is I was trying to... 
I wasn't paying attention to him. You were trying to navigate just for yourself, Mm -hmm. right? You were trying to navigate, this is uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And then him tapping, tapping, tapping you was just kind of pushing Uh your button even more, which happens, right? They push our, those little things know how to push our buttons just the right way. But in looking back, you could have said, okay, maybe that first tap, you could have stopped, paused, gotten outside of yourself, Mm -hmm. turned, gotten down on his level and say, yes, what, buddy? Um, but we don't. I mean, all, no. many of us don't. And then we react because we're so tired of that, we just turn around and blow up at him. Oh, I did. I blew up at him in a public arena. <laughs> and then he didn't even want to stand next to me anymore. And thank you for this episode of yeah. Mom Fashions. <laughs> I mean, I just whirled around like a Tasmanian devil and just hollered at the kid. In a, in a public place. Yeah. In a, like, so... Pu- I'm surprised they didn't put it on camera. It was that impressive. And then he didn't even want to stand next to me for the rest of the night. You know, but it happens. We all do it. I mean, I'm sure you're sitting there going, oh my gosh, really? You too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and me too. I mean, we do. We lose it. And what do we do? So, one, you look back and think, okay, how do I avoid that next time? We've mm-hmm. got to learn the lesson ourselves. But We're trying to teach them a lesson, but often, often, it's about us. I hate that, but it is. And then the other thing is, how do you repair that? How do you repair that once you've lost it? It's kind of like, you know, the story I always tell about me losing it when John Michael unplugged the freezer full of food. Uh And how, I mean, I, I went postal. I mean, I was running through the house (laughs) screaming and crying. It was like a scene from a horror movie. It Uh was ridiculous. Well, how do I repair that? My son is now traumatized. He's going to need therapy for the next 30 years because his mother was a freak that one time. How do you repair it? How do you repair it? I think you do it humbly. You've got to call it what it is. You've got to dare go back to them and acknowledge it. Even today. I mean, like for you in that Mm -hmm. situation, I would go back and say, Hey, you know what, buddy? You remember the other night when you were tapping mama and she lost it? Please forgive me for that. I was overwhelmed. I got nervous. And yeah. so I wasn't thinking, and maybe then Tal said, next time if you need mom to cry, maybe just put your hand on my shoulder or your hand on my, you know, hand and hold, mm-hmm. you know, squeeze it once. And I'm going to know that's a signal that you need me. And you come up with a way that next time so that you can talk through it and then, and then the next time act on it and they can, they build that trust back. But I think okay. that, I think we lo- do lose a little bit of trust with them when they see us flip out. I mean, mm-hmm. If we're being honest, I mean, I hate it because I have flipped out and some kids will forgive me quickly and other kids, I have got to work harder to build their trust back. But that's fair. Mm-hmm. That's fair. When trust is broken, it takes a we minute. we do the same thing. We do the same thing. And so we've got to do it with them. We've got to be willing to go back to them and say, you know what? Mommy got crazy for a minute. Uh-huh. And, and when they get crazy sometimes, you can correlate and say, oh, my gosh, look, you're getting crazy like Mama. Uh-huh. You know, you're doing that, too. And um, and when they come, that will teach them to come back and ask for forgiveness. And then okay. you say, I forgive you. And next time, what could we do differently so that we both are better? Okay. So, you know, again, help him work through that. And so with me... With the, it was Grace that I had my freak out on, and we sat in the car, and I had to say, you know what? After the fact, Grace, I realized that ninety percent of that was me. Mm-hmm. I set you up for failure right there. You know, I set you up. Now, did you respond poorly by throwing your stuff down yeah. and breaking your brother's keys? Yes, you did. But I should have 
done this, this, and this. And you know what? I think when we are willing to take the blame and show our kids that we recognize that we're not perfect, that's the growth. Okay. Okay. And yeah, it really hurt my feelings, Grace, when you freaked out and yelled at me. Or, but I bet I hurt your feelings doing that and give them permission to say. Now, mm-hmm. a three-year-old's not going to be able to have that conversation. Even yeah. a seven-year-old's not be able to have that conversation like my 18-year-old. But you're setting the stage for that. If you, okay. at three, you're going to say, oh, you know, please forgive mommy for being angry. Or egg them, I see you're angry. Um, and then you're going to try and move towards more of a elaboration on that as they get older. Does that make sense? It does make okay. sense. It does make Anything One else thing that I really liked about that yeah. is, is that there was no time frame on the apology. Because it takes us a minute to cool down. And I even... Um, um, Hold on. We have a dog trying yeah. to escape the room. So, <laughs> for being honest, that's what we're doing. Trying to figure out how to let the dog out of the room. Yeah, I mean, it takes a minute to cool down. Yeah. One... Yeah. And then sometimes it takes a minute to say, oh, that really was all my stuff. It, it does. And I think um, for me, like I was so heated. I, had you asked me right then, mm. I would never have admitted that yeah. it was me. Yeah. It, uh, it took me a minute to really, or really it took me almost a day. So mm-hmm. we had one conversation about it initially, but then we had another conversation. We went back and had another. Which and, is really great. And I think it's okay. I mean, yeah. it is okay. And remembering, though, young kids, they're not going to have a long memory, and they're going to forgive you quickly, but you are establishing a pattern with them of honesty, of trust, of vulnerability, showing mm-hmm. your kids that you're vulnerable enough to ask for forgiveness. I, I, I think it's powerful. So it's not, you know, oh, my gosh, I lost my junk. Everyone loses their junk. If we're being honest, mm-hmm. every mother, father has lost it on occasion. If, if there's one, I mean, wow, is yeah. what I would say. You're probably stuffing. Yeah. <laughs> but You've got some belly issues. Don't eat any cabbage. <laughs> for real, don't eat any cabbage. But I think most of us would say, you know, there have been times when we've lost it. And if we were to look honestly, a lot of the times it didn't even have anything mm-hmm. to do with our kids. It had to do with us. Man, I love that you're so... Because, I mean, oftentimes we... We want to hear the cheerleader side of yeah. it's okay. Yeah. We all do it instead of the coach side that says it is okay. We all do it, but you got to look at why you're doing it, which is great. We just have great. to because, you know, I learned um, this saying a long time ago, and I've probably said it before, is that especially we as women, we set the temperature gauge for the home. We set the temperature. We are the mm-hmm. ones that decide, right? The thermometer is what happens. Yep. You know, it goes up and down, but it's because we set the temperature. Gotcha. So, if we're so frazzled. it's chilly. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, think about it. it you know, if if you are off, mm-hmm. then the rest of the house is going to be off. Yeah. If you are sad, probably it's going to impact the rest of the house. If you are angry, probably going to impact the rest of the house. So, as moms, it, it is a lot of pressure, and I'm not trying to put pressure on you, but I am trying to say, dare to grow, dare Mm -hmm. to look at yourself and say, how can I do that differently? Is that really what I want my kids growing up, A, remembering, and two, modeling after? Mm -hmm. Because I say it all the time, they're going to be the mom you are. They're going to be the dad that they see. That You know, and it's funny because I know if you're sitting there, you're going, yeah, I've kind of noticed I do stuff like my mom and I said I would never do it. In so many ways we do. We just naturally pattern our personalities, our yeah. decision-making after what we've seen. I mean, yeah. it's just, you know, psychology. Or you could be like me and go to the total extreme, which there's that really good balance in between. 
Yeah, you've got to be careful. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, and there are definitely things I do because my mom did one way and I was uh-huh. determined to do differently. Yeah. Yes, for sure. But often, as think about whole, it as a are. whole. If your mom got up and cooked breakfast every day, uh-huh. you're probably more apt to do that. Or if she didn't, if you yeah. had cereal every day, you're probably more apt. Some of those just, without even thinking about it, you do some things and you're like, huh, wonder why I do that. Yeah. Um, in a relationship, it's huge. You know, in a relationship with a partner, it's huge. Well, Let's that's a um, great thing because the next question is about when things aren't perfect with your partner. Okay. So, what do you do? I mean, we talk about we set the temperature in the home and we know that if things aren't perfect with the partner, then... It impacts everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, if we're being honest, it's... Um, I remember hearing a researcher talk and they were talking about divorce and they were saying that um, while, you know, everyone can have their own opinion about divorce, but how it impacts the kids Mm -hmm. what they were saying was what research shows is the most damaging part to the children is the fighting in the home that's the part the yelling and the fighting and the unkind words Mm -hmm. that does more damage to children whether the parents are married or not um well yeah in this case it was then the separation but it's like it's not the issue if parents are still married even though we're all a fan of that right Mm -hmm. we want parents to be married but the real thing that impacts the kids is how these parents get along. What the research shows, if divorced parents, if they were kind to one another and they worked together, then the children were um, they were doing better. If uh-huh. the parents fought, whether married or divorced, that is what had such a negative impact. So I think, again, if you are not okay with your partner, mm-hmm. how has that played out in the home? You know, yeah. how is that played out in front of the children? Are you the kind that throw stuff and yell and stomp? They are seeing. Yeah. They are hearing. Or are you kind of gives the cold shoulder. The cold shoulder. They are seeing. Even mm-hmm. that, they are hearing. Are you the kind that just separate and sleep on the sofa? They are seeing. They are hearing. So, I would encourage you. It's kind of that whole thing. Don't let the, you know, uh-huh. sunset on your anger. I think so much of that is it is okay to say, hey, we need to take a few minutes and go talk, talk this out, that's okay. It's okay to let children know that things are not okay, Mm -hmm. but you're going to work it out. What's not good for our children is the cold shoulder in front of them, is the sleeping on the sofa, is the blowing up. You've got to be willing to deal with your junk. I think that's going to be the root of this uh, podcast, (laughs) is you've got to be willing to deal with your junk, your own junk, because it does impact these kids. So if you are in a marriage or in a partnership where you're not willing to do that, you need to check yourself if, I was going to say, mm-hmm. if you have kids, most of you listening already have kids, so you can't like give them back. But yeah. <laughs> but you need to be aware of that. You need to be willing to just honestly say, okay, you know what? We don't have some good patterns starting here. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's you have a phone call on the way home um, to connect with each other before... Before um, you get into crazy. Until you get into crazy. Or when they come home, you go to the children know that every time when mom or dad comes home, whoever's out, that y'all take a few minutes and go sit on the sofa together so that they can see you connecting. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you cook dinner together. You've got to be intentional, right? It is. It's work. And I would love to say it's not work. And, you know, relationships are easy and they're lovely and you yeah. love each other and you have this written partnership and the kids are happy. It's not like that all the time. It's work. But you have to make decisions. Just like as a mom, you've got to decide, okay, I'm going to get up before the kids 15 minutes early so I can get them ready. With your spouse and your partner, it's exactly the same. You've got to decide you're going to do that. Okay. 
Let's take a break. We'll be right back. And then we'll finish this one, okay? Okay. Okay, I have mentioned that the homegrown preschooler girls, Leslie and myself, are getting ready to hit the road for conference season. I'm so excited about that. For the next few days until Valentine's Day, we actually have a special. If you've been thinking about ordering our curriculum, we've got $20 off at thehomegrownpreschooler.com on our curriculum, A Year of Playing Skillfully. Also, I need to mention that this year we have a new booth set up. We've got new products coming out. We've got a planner coming out this year and a summer curriculum. We are so excited. So hope you will check us out at thehomegrownpreschooler.com and we will see you on the road. All right, Ashley, let's get back to some of this uh, deep, heavy conversation. I know you've got to get on the road and head back to Nashville. What else we got? Anything else? Um, Yes. And this is one that I think is going to kind of take us in a little bit of a different direction. Okay. Um, What do you do when you're just overwhelmed because either your child's sick, you're really tired, you're trying to balance work and home, and you've just started like you... You know, so many moms now do work from home. Yeah. How do you separate it? How do you, when there's that extra thing, like a child being sick, you just not getting enough rest the night before, how do you, how do we navigate that? I don't know. Okay, perfect. Good. Good. I don't have the magic answer for that. Okay. But boy, I I think that's... uh, Because that's often when I get overwhelmed and start to lose it. When I'm like... Things are really hard at work. I'm trying to let it go on the car ride. I pick you up. Y'all are already fighting. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> because you're tired. Because it's Thursday and we're all just living for the weekend. You know, it's kind of interesting. I have noticed that over the years, the kids will get sick at what seems like the worst time, right? Yes. We've got a busy week. Somebody's puking and our week gets canceled. Mm-hmm. And then I look back and think, huh. I wonder if God just did that so we could have rest. Yeah. Um, I went, I think I told you, I went to see the acupuncturist last week, mm-hmm. and she looks at your tongue, my tongue, and the first thing she says is, you are tired. She said, do you run on joy and passion, don't you? And mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty funny. And I said, yeah, yes, yes, Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired. That's a pretty great, <laughs> it's tired. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and what do we do when we're tired? Because, goodness, we are tired. Mm-hmm. And, and I think we have to give ourselves permission to take a minute I, okay. I do. I think most of us will just keep going and keep going, and we crash, or the kids crash. But I think it's okay to say, just like today, we're going to have a pajama day, mm-hmm. and we are going to turn this into a nothing day. And, yeah. and we beat ourselves up over that sometimes because we feel like we're not being productive. The house really needs to be clean. The laundry really needs to be done. But speaking for myself, when I keep pushing during those moments— it eventually ends in a blow-up somehow. Yeah. Whether it's me yelling at the kids, it's the kids being sick, it's me dropping the ball with something. But if I take a day and I just say, you know what, today we're going to stay home. Today we're going to read books. Today we're going to watch movies. Today we're going to play outside. Mm -hmm. Today we're just going to not accomplish what the world would say a lot, but we are going to almost reboot. Um those are the things that help me when I'm overwhelmed. The other thing is I'm going to be like a broken record. When it's personal, being overwhelmed, what do you think I'm going to say? Journal. Journal it out. Um, I have to journal it out. When I am feeling overwhelmed with work, um, with traveling, I journal it out. The other thing is you've got to have somebody that is there for you. That mm-hmm. you can say, I'm exhausted. I need you to rally with me right now. Um, whether it's your partner, I mean, that would be preferable that it's your partner to say, hey, I, I need you to be the heavy mm-hmm. in this moment because I'm exhausted. I need to go to bed at 7 tonight. 
or if it's a good friend that can come over and you say, hey, I've got to go to bed. I am exhausted. Can Mm -hmm. you come do this for me? I think it's being willing to say out loud what you're feeling inside. But often, we don't want to do that. So we stuff, 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 stuff. Perfect. Right. And it goes back to that whole this is mm-hmm. me thing. When we realize some of us need, we've talked about this last night, mm-hmm. some of us need seven, eight, nine yeah. hours a night. And I'm a nine hour. I'm just putting it out there. Yeah. Me. Oh, I'm that is my hour. ideal is yeah. nine hours. But seven and a half I can do. Yeah. With nine maybe once a week. But my sweet husband, like, can be the Energizer Bunny mm-hmm. every single day after sleeping four and five hours. And, I, and I'm like, okay, but... I have to rest. Yeah. My body is different. I have to rest. And I think being willing to say, okay, that doesn't mean I'm defective. It just means I'm different. Yeah. And so, and maybe you get overwhelmed with crowds. And I remember looking at you the other night when you're saying some, you mentioned something that mm-hmm. bugged you or made you anxious. And I'm like, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Because I try and hide it. Correct. <laughs> but if, but instead, if you were to say, hey, look, I know this is coming up. Like for me, travel season's coming up, right? And I'm about oh. to be on the road. Mm-hmm. And when I'm on the road, I'm tired. Um, because we put out a lot of energy talking to moms and dads on the road. Mm-hmm. My kids miss me. They are like whiny at home. So it is double exhaustion. Yeah. And then I get barky at everybody. And so I try, the more I've done this, is to now anticipate this is coming up. What do I do? Plan easier meals. Um, ask for help. Thinking of a nanny. Do I need mm-hmm. somebody to come into the home this summer to be here? All these things I can do to plan. So one, be on the offensive Right? With that. Before you get overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. Think through if it's a situation you've done before. Two, ask for help when you need help. Three, give give yourself permission to rest. Yeah. And to just take it. Because, you know, it is very true. Oftentimes, I know that when I get overwhelmed, it's a, like, I'm a repeat offender. (laughs) Like, I know that there are, you know, I try and say yes. Yeah. I try and I'm like on that path to perfect. Yes, you the are. The road's looking yes. so nice and paved. And then we just hit a wall. Yeah. And I know it's coming because I do it all the time. Yeah. I, I'm with you. I do it too. Yeah. I go and go and go and go and go and go yeah. and then I crash yeah. and burn. And, and it's an ugly crash. Uh-huh. I mean, it's not. And usually I take out some victims. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a pileup. Yeah. It so, is a, it's a hardcore pileup. So I think... Back to the journaling. If we could journal out, what does that look like? Yeah. How can we do that differently? Is it every spring you notice this or in the fall or is it travel season or is it when, you know, work is busy or is it um, into the year with the kids or Mm -hmm. what is it and how can you slow it down? Yeah. Take a breath. And then go on the offensive and plan. So it's different. Yeah. That's and what's it's funny a lot is, of on us, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, it really on. is. It yeah. really is. I mean, and what's funny, like about my flip out on Friday night and with the crowds, I knew, I know, I know that about yeah. me. I totally know that about me. I need my personal space. I don't want you pushing in on me. I'm, I'm just, I'm a little more fearful, which is a little hard to say out loud that I get fearful. And for some reason, I thought. That I knew Jack was going to be so excited that I thought yeah. that his excitement would be able to carry me through. Right. And instead, with me not preparing, his excitement irritated the tar out of me. Right. Right. And... And which I would have just, if I would have just said, this is going to be hard for me. And even said that to me as yeah. one of your closest friends and said, hey, yeah. just did you know this about me? 
And Jack's going to be excited. And because you know what? It's easier in those moments. Like, Jack's not my kid. Mm -hmm. So, it's easier for me to, like, jump up and down and be excited with him. Right? So, and just, I could have been the heavy for you that night. Yeah. Had I known. Yeah. Right? So, it's us daring. to hide our We all do. (laughs) And and I, the day Grace was supposed to be home, it was her friend's Mm -hmm. mom who contacted me. And I wanted to be the nice mom and say yes. And I should have said, actually, no, she needs to be home. Uh I've got to have her here. And so, I wasn't honest either. Mm -hmm. And it set it up to be a disaster. So, we do have to just be willing to... Gosh, it goes back to vulnerability and honesty and all that same stuff. I feel like a broken record, but it's that hard heart work. It is. is. But then again, if things aren't hard, then we're not learning. Like we've never learned anything because it was sunshine and roses. Well, and it's growth, and it goes back to what Mm -hmm. I talked about last week of your tribe. You know, who's your tribe? You've got to have a tribe. They Mm -hmm. don't have to be big. But they have to be mighty, and mm-hmm. they've got to be fierce with you, and they've got to be vulnerable, and they've got to be trustworthy, and mm-hmm. they've got to be, um, they've got to be for you, yeah, and love you unconditionally. Boy, unconditionally is key because most of us are willing to love anyone mm-hmm. when they're great. Yeah, few of us are willing to love people through the heart. Through the heart. So, glad I have that new kids. Dogs are barking. Doors are ringing. We should probably go. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Welcome to our world. All right. Hope you have a good week, you guys. Um, Let us know what you want to talk about. We've been on for almost a year now, Ashley. Can you believe it? Since the first episode. So, that's coming up. It's pretty fun. Good uh, to have you listening. Go do a review on iTunes if you've not. That helps us. Thank you to the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network for taking care of this for us. They do such a good job. They want to be there for moms and make sure they're getting their needs met. Mm -hmm. I love that. So, hope you guys have a great week. Thanks, Ashley. Bye. You've been listening to The Real Kathy Lee. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschooling Radio Network. To find out more, check out therealkathylee.com. You can download us every Friday on iTunes or your favorite app to listen to the podcast. Hey, if this hot mess can rock motherhood, so can you.